Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Danny. And this is Welcome to Undergrad. We're two college seniors. That's us. Tell you all the tips and tricks veteran students picked up throughout their college careers. So if you're stressed out about college. Or don't even know where to begin. Relax. Buckle in. And welcome welcome to to undergrad. undergrad. Hello, everyone, and uh, uh, this is a new edition of Welcome to Undergrad with your host, me, Zach Smith, and joined by Danny M- Mudvari. <laughs> we were just talking about butchering <laughs> one it. One day, one day. We were just talking about butchering it, uh, and we have a very special guest. We got an aerospace engineer major, uh, someone who's probably way above my intellect level. <laughs> he, he knows the secrets to, to the universe. One, well, yeah, well, not just not just the universe, but college. That's even more complicated, man. <laughs> even more complicated. Uh, I'd like to introduce uh, Thomas Robali. Did I did I get it? Roboli, it's pretty cool. Roboli, Roboli. Mm, I was so close. Okay. <laughs> well, how you doing, Thomas? Uh, pretty good. Happy to be here. Pretty exciting. I've been on a real podcast before. Yeah. Well, uh, not just a podcast, but also a radio. How about that? Two and one. Uh, this uh, radio show, uh, the editions of this radio show, will be converted into a podcast on Spotify in the future. So. Uh, you know, give us a little bit to uh, take it some more recording, get some editing done, and uh, just <laughs> maybe release it all at once. Absolutely, absolutely. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great. Yep. But welcome to undergrad. If this is your first time joining us, we're uh, hoping to be a roadmap for UTA's college here. Uh, so, so many uh, kids, high school kids, graduate and ready for the, that next step to the real world, but have absolutely no idea what they're doing. That was me. That was Danny. Thomas, uh, would that describe you two? Yes. <laughs> we were, we're, yes. we were just saying i mean we we're we we're 18 year old kids where we came into this into the college without any idea of what we wanted to do so the, hopefully this helps everyone that that's an 18 year old kid that doesn't know what to do all right but we're uh we're going to be talking about aerospace major for at least half the show here uh so thomas what can you tell us about aerospace here uh started i guess at the beginning why did you want to take the major up in the first place um like most really love building things. I liked Legos as a kid. Liked uh, just building things, taking things apart, fixing washers, dryers. I mean, most people who study engineering are like pretty hands-on. But uh, I, I think space travel is the future. I think we're meant to be an interplanetary species. And I want to be a part of that. I want to change the world. Uh, another reason I love engineering in particular, I, I think like science is like the greatest field of all time. Like Science is the study of God's creation. I love God. And I want to get to know him more by just studying the sciences and engineering is kind of what suits me best well engineering uh aerospace engineering especially is definitely in the news right now with these uh these i'm going to use the wrong terminology here you'll have to forgive me these launches and uh and uh quick returns just into like the upper atmosphere i think uh but uh, i know we were talking earlier about it but you said that and you, you mentioned it here is that aerospace is the future uh like you're just thinking in transportation or is there any anything else to go with that uh, it's the future and everything, not just transportation. Like, I, I in our lifetime, we'll be able to take a rocket from here to Shanghai and be there in like an hour. But it's also the future of just like the potential of mining on the moon, asteroids, just the science we can do in space. Like, there's there's science you can only do on the International Space Station. Like, there's you can only grow certain types of cells in space, and you can't do them on Earth because they just collapse. Like, there's just so much that we don't even know yet. Well. Definitely interesting stuff, probably way above uh, my pay grade. So I'm <laughs> glad we got people like Thomas taking care of it for us. Uh, all right, so... I mean, maybe in the future we can be the first radio show in the moon. Yeah, we know a <laughs> but guy. But that's about it. We'll, we'll know a guy. Exactly, I'll, I'll exactly. Like I got you. There we go. It's there like, we hey, go. we did a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, 
Tell us, you, you, uh, when you came into college, you said you were a stupid 18-year-old kid oh, earlier. Uh, yeah. that, I think that was off air. But uh, what, what, made, what made you say that? Uh, it just, like, I wasn't expecting how hard it would be. It was, it was, it's such a commitment, like, to aerospace. Because, like, for example, I started aerospace with, like, a dozen different friends all in aerospace. And now I have, the, only two of them are left. Like, everyone just kind of drops Including out. Including you? Fails. I'm, I'm one of them, yeah. Okay. Oh, Me no, and, like, no. one other friend. Oh, no. <laughs> so, like, you're, you're a stupid 18-year-old kid, and it's like, you don't know what you signed up for. You know, it's like, you signed up for a lot. Like, Calc 1, Chemistry 1 and 2, Physics. And there's just, like, really difficult classes that I feel like most high schools don't really prepare you for. Unless you just took AP, like, you just committed and dedicated to studying all day, every day. I think that those are kind of, like, the ones where you were, like, 10 years old, and you're like, I want to be an, an astronaut. And you're like, oh, yeah, aerospace sounds like a, like astronauts. And then you go into aerospace, and it's it's not about astronauts. And then <laughs> you, yeah. you just have to deal with everything. But Thomas, do you want to be an astronaut? I mean, that would be really cool. That's that'd be, that would be amazing. But right now, you have to be like ex-military to be an astronaut. So uh, not practical. Not not realistic not very right now. Yeah. Not very practical. Yeah. yeah. Cool. In the future, you know, when they when they can send people like Thomas, and then Thomas can send people like me and Danny to do a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually, <laughs> it will be like seventy-year-old men still talking about college. <laughs> I assure you, NASA, this podcast is essential to your research. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it when we get there. They say there's no other intelligent life in space, but it's okay. We don't fall under that category. For a little bit, at least. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to be presenting our, our, our podcast ideas to NASA and see what they think. And, and <laughs> when they send us back to the moon, we'll, 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 we'll see. We can take uh, welcome to undergrad in the moon. At the <laughs> special moon, edition. <laughs> special edition of a welcome to undergrad. We're not in the atmosphere. Uh, so, you said that aerospace is a huge commitment. Does that mean that like you can't really make any other commitments during college while you're an aerospace engineer major? You make two. two exactly <laughs> two commitments. That's does like, one have one... to be to your pillow? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like the triangles. Like you can have friends, uh, enough sleep. Or study enough, it's like you can only pick two. So <laughs> yeah. You either sleep and study. You're in like one club and study, or you just you gotta be really good at prioritizing and time management. Yeah, I mean, that, one that society, the one club. Here, that's yeah. it. I can. This is a an, uh, warning for me. Any future aerospace majors, Thomas Rivoli is only allowing you to have two more commitments aside from <laughs> from aerospace. This is this is it. This is this is the warning. Yeah, you don't want to bite off more than you can. Right. What exactly did you do as as your commitments whenever you got into? Oh, my mistake was I wanted to join every single club, be like <laughs> active in every single club, Oof. and you just you just can't do that. You start putting like other things first, and then you start failing classes. <laughs> and what failing one class becomes failing two classes. Yeah. And, and you expect your graduation date of four years becomes five years. And then and all of a sudden you're a social work major. And, <laughs> and, and, and your debt in college goes from forty thousand to fifty thousand, sixty. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it is a slippery slope. So like we we talk about it in a joking fashion, but really Thomas is absolutely correct here. You have to be able to prioritize, and for the most part, unless if it is something absolutely essential to your future career, school cannot be low on that priority. It just cannot be. Like if if you got like an internship with NASA, okay, maybe that could take priority of uh of of your of like a class or two, but like Greek life or not, or uh. Just sport, uh, really, any organization out there. I, I don't mean to be hard on Greek life here. It's not what <laughs> no, we're trying no. to do here. Just I, any organization out there, cultural societies, uh, volunteer work, anything out there. You you, you might, might need to take a back seat if you want to graduate in a meaning like in an efficient way. Yeah, but 
yeah, my sophomore year, I was majoring more in fraternity studies than aerospace. <laughs> I, I really paid for that. I ended up having to retake. Did you get the I, degree I, though? <laughs> I didn't get the, 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 certificate? the class credit. Certificate? <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, definitely time management skills. That's kind of like the the formula for success, especially in your first uh, your first couple of years. But you're a junior now, uh, same as Danny. I'm a senior. We probably have a better grasp of prioritizing now. But I don't think that your classes are exactly easy, even though you have that part figured out now. So, you have any tips for? For the like for upper level courses, just as uh, approaching them as a whole, drink more caffeine. Drink more caffeine. <laughs> more caffeine. There's, not, right. there's not a day that I don't consume copious amounts of caffeine. Copious, yeah, yeah, it has to be. I, I mean, I literally cannot afford to be tired at any point because then I won't be able to complete all my work. All right, so uh, you you're allowed to have two social interactions in undergrad. One of them has to be to your pillow, but in uh, upper like and in, in upper level courses. You have to sever that relationship with your pillow. Pretty much. Pretty much. Substituted for our relationship with coffee. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Which hey I think girl, is great. How you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm at the point where like caffeine is getting so expensive. I just like take caffeine pills. Oh. Like, I'll just like bite one in half. And just... <laughs> you see, I was working in Amazon for a while and I couldn't be tired. The same thing. Like I, I was, I had to dry a bag for my 10 hour shift and I'm like, okay, I'm going to fall asleep at the wheel. So I decided to grab some caffeine uh, gum. It was the I, most disgusting that. thing <laughs> that I've ever tried in my life, Maybe and I was like, sure. "Exactly." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what the, I don't know what it's doing to my mouth. I just like, I don't know, like, I, I, I don't think this is a good idea. But yeah, I mean, uh, caffeine is a, is. Um, I'm not gonna say don't drink it because I am definitely uh, for caffeine, but um, <clears throat> it's one of the things that you have to be careful of whenever you have too many classes or you have too many, too many, uh, too much work whenever you're in college. Because, I mean, I ended up doing, after I started doing overtime and all that stuff, I ended up doing um, about five double shots of, of, of coffee, and, and then something started working differently. He I mean, like something popping his exactly, chest a little like, bit, a little pool, you know, like, ooh, so, something, I don't think that was supposed to happen. <laughs> something in the left part of my chest wasn't going right, it wasn't going very okay. And, and then... It kind of reverberates in your brain. You say pop, pop. Yeah. Ooh. I started. I started looking up the things that are like how many how many double shots can you actually take? And then uh, like, what's I think it's two? like five. Well, there were like people. There were like people. This girl died uh, by taking seven because she was she thought she was drinking single shots and then it turned out to be double shots and she like her heart just stopped and I was like okay so six is the limit. And uh, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to leave you. I five's the limit. <laughs> 400 milligrams. If seven kills you. 400, 400, 400, male, 400 milligrams. Milligrams of caffeine. So I, I time that perfectly because exactly <laughs> the half-life of caffeine is like five to six hours. Yeah. So I time it just right. So if I have 100 milligrams of caffeine in the morning, it's like, all right, I'm going to. You know, need to have another hundred milligrams at exactly this time. I, I've like, like you see, done to a time. Talk about talk about college being about time management. You have to not only time manage your classes and your and your organizations. You have to time manage the way you drink coffee now. I mean, it's just like okay, this is the four. This is the two hundred milligrams. Oh wait, how much did I take? Okay, two hundred milligrams, and then two hundred milligrams for the next hour. We need to figure this out. I, I can't fall asleep during solid mechanics. I got to time it just right so I don't. Oh god! If you are listening to this podcast in the future as a wanted to be as a wanna be aerospace engineer major. 
This is the difference between a STEM major, especially aerospace, and your uh, and your broadcasting liberal arts major here. It's like Danny's like, yeah, I took five double shots, and I didn't know if that was right or not. I had to like go look it up. And then Thomas is over here. So if I take double shot in thirty minutes here, and I went exactly fifteen point five seconds here, and then I uh, with a four hundred millimeter by the speed of light and divide by the revolutions of Earth around the sun, I might be able to get an extra double shot in right before the test. The, 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 that's some cold calculation before 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 a test taken, especially. No, and and what's it, I didn't realize. I mean, it took me a while for because I did a more test and trial, uh, and I didn't realize it took a little bit for the caffeine to kick in. So I could still fall asleep either after I drank a, t- a double shot. So I was drinking a double shot, and then I would still fall asleep, but then immediately hit back up, and I'm like, okay, great, I'm back in, <laughs> I'm back so online. That's so unhealthy. It is unhealthy. It is. Unhealthy. That's why I'm telling you, like, you gotta figure this. We gotta figure something out for your health. Before you 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 take five five double shots of caffeine. <laughs> Random ran on caffeine. Like it's just a tool though. Like one thing I've learned is like there's no shortcut really. Like you like you can take caffeine, get a lot of energy, and then you just like have energy to clean your room. Like you got to put the energy towards learning it. Oh yeah. Like like stimulants. Like you can't just like Adderall doesn't like teach you calculus. You still got to teach yourself <laughs> calculus. For some reason, for some reason, I thought. I mean. Like I had a bunch of work to do, and then I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna take caffeine and everything." I started cleaning my room, <laughs> and I finished cleaning my room. You need my... to do other things. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like my room was pristine; it was great. But then I was like, "Wait a minute! Didn't I have something else to do?" <laughs> you gotta be like really disciplined with yeah. all that energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, just uh, f- official statement: Welcome to undergrad does not endorse uh, performance enhancing drugs. We're not. Yeah, we're not. We're not. Unfortunately, we're not sponsored by Red Bull or by uh, caffeine or any Star Wars company. You Even s- though I think any decisions you make, may uh, make sure that you know what you're doing before before you make them. Okay, we're not saying that you absolutely need uh, five double shots of coffee. We're not <laughs> saying that you should take Adderall. We're saying uh, make healthy life decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah everything yeah. in moderation. Everything still, in moderation. Just don't abuse it. Everything in moderation. I used to be like every semester I get addicted to caffeine and then like wean myself off during the break and then I get re-addicted every semester. Oh yeah. Wean myself off. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. You can't so abuse before it. this goes into a full-blown bl- uh, drug talk, how about uh, <laughs> just uh, you know back back to the aerospace? Can you get a blinders on just a little bit? We only have Thomas here for a limited amount of time. He's going to have to leave the show early. Uh, something about a math test. I don't know. I tried to convince him this was more important, but he, he wants to graduate or something. Apparently, some people believe the differential equations are harder than a radio show, so I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, those are the people that haven't put a newscast together. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, I, 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 I might not know differential equations, but uh, Thomas doesn't know how to put a newscast together. <laughs> uh, he could probably learn in an afternoon, but uh, he doesn't know how to do it right now. Thomas Thomas needs to take one class with Julian Rodriguez, <laughs> and then he's going to realize. <laughs> All right, so back to aerospace. Um, something that we usually ask uh, the different majors that come onto the show are... Uh, what, what's your approach to buying textbooks? Because for uh, broadcast, Danny and I are like, you know, you absolutely don't buy the book until you need to buy the book. That's, uh, that, that's just common sense for broadcast majors because a lot of times the teachers, the teachers, professors, whatever you like to call them, don't even use the book. They're like, yeah, we have uh, PowerPoint presentations and this is the stuff I want you to know. And uh, most of your grades are going to be projects you have to submit. So it's not answering questions. It's uh, doing projects. But uh, STEM majors, that's a little bit different. So what, what's the approach for you for aerospace engineering? Uh, well, now as a junior, I have the PDF version and the like actual physical copy. But really, you need a textbook for every single class, at least a PDF. And then there's at some least. classes like Dynamics with Dr. Bowling, where if you don't have the textbook, you're not going to pass. Like he says, you don't need it. 
But if you don't have it, you'll fail. Because <laughs> he wrote the textbook, so he's not legally allowed to say you have to have it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you need it. And then another thing is a lot, of, a lot of classes, they don't use it either. Like engineering design, like you do not need that textbook. I don't – I mean, okay, actually, no, you do need it. You, do, you need <laughs> hold the PDF. Hold, hold on. Reconsidering. Hold on. I'm trying to think of a class where I didn't use the textbook. Maybe – English no, 101. Yeah, <laughs> I did not use the textbook. There you go. Back, back, going back to the basics, class. maybe you don't need your your yeah. your books, but the thing is, you gotta like know people too. That's why you gotta join a society because a lot of these textbooks are like hundreds of dollars. Oh, yeah. the PDF oh, is yes. like one person will have a PDF they downloaded like three years ago, but you can't find it anymore, and they just keep sharing. It, so I think, uh, well, yeah, 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 I think uh, the, the one illegal of... textbook trade. <laughs> get in, get in while you're young, kids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you definitely need to find yourself an upperclassman uh, in your freshman or your sophomore year. That's what I did for mo- most find of my books. Find yourself an upperclassman and attach to them like a parasite. Basically, don't yeah. let go. You, you need to, you need to mooch off of them because uh, I mean, they paid probably paid hundreds of dollars for that book. But if they return it back to the UTA bookstore, they're gonna give it. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe you can have five dollars back, and they're like. I, I mean, I might as well give it to you. I don't. I'm, I don't. I'm not gonna win five dollars. It feels icky giving it back to the UTA bookstore when they give you like one fifth of the price. Or just this is really any bookstore. It's not just the UTA bookstore. Like they give you like one fifth of the price back, and just like, uh, I don't. It's a hassle for me to do it. It's a, I don't get much out of it. Like, why am I even doing it? So like, if if you can present yourself like, hey, it would be really helping me out. That they'll probably be inclined to at least lend it to you, if not outright give it to you. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. If if like lend it to you for at least a semester, if not if not just gift it to you. Um, what's it called? I don't know if you've ever met some upperclassmen that, that give you just books random. Uh, they usually give me the PDFs. PDFs are everyone just kind of pirates. Okay, every, so everyone in engineering is about PDFs. It's uh, it's survival of the fittest out yeah, here. You can just control F and like search for what you're looking for instead of like just to flip through pages. Yeah, I actually prefer PDF. Okay, Most yeah, yeah. Majors prefer PDF. There are some PDFs that don't, because like you know those PDFs where they're, they're like they're actually scanned parts of the oh, of the book, oh, and yeah. those you can't really look for 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 stuff. I've but no, no, no. Like <laughs> really? No. Okay, well, m- must be nice. But <laughs> some some of those PDFs are are taken like are just scanned copies of the mm-hmm. book, and you can't actually like control F everything. Right. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I found very helpful the PDFs when you can just control F the answer. <laughs> Yes. Um, the other thing no. that I, I'm really curious to know is how reliable, how how reliant are you on Quizlet in, in engineer as an engineering major? Oh, like Quizlet and Chegg? Yeah. Quiz, yeah. yeah. If you check anything, you're like, you'll fail. Like I, the first time I took statics, I checked everything. I used, well, we don't really use Quizlet, but like Chegg, like just like on the homeworks and stuff, but then you pay for it on the test. Yeah. Like you, you can't really, you can't rely on any of that. You have to like actually know it. It's not memorization. Like nothing in engineering is really memorization. You just have to like, Know practice. it. Yeah. Know it. That's like, crazy. That's what really separates, I think, like engineering from like biology or like uh, kinesiology. They just memorization. You memorize bones, you know. But engineering, you have to like apply things. You have to apply your knowledge. And that's, that's what makes it hard. So if you like use Quizlet and Chegg, like, you won't know it. You'll just know it for that one certain scenario, one particular force at that one particular moment. But it's not all the problems. All the problems are different. That's one of the things that uh, we at broad- as broadcasters have in common with engineering majors is that um, we're more about practice and theory. It's like you can learn the theory, but you're never going to learn anything unless you actually put it into exactly. practice. And it's, all of our grades are uh, projects; they're not uh, tests or or like hmm. um, work worksheets or anything like that. So, in all honesty, for broadcasts like Quizlet and Chegg are completely useless. Um, well, I, I don't, I can't remember a single class where I was able to find a Quizlet or Chegg that just pulled up all the answers. Now, mainly uh, on my mainly on my my basic classes, basically. 
<laughs> but no broadcast specific classes. Yeah, yeah, broadcast specific classes, not really. But uh, just uh, putting it out there, welcome to undergrad. Absolutely does not endorse <laughs> pirating books. We absolutely do not endorse saving money or finding upperclassmen to uh, to to just cheat off of. And we absolutely do not endorse uh, a successful college career. <laughs> All right. If you'll if you'll buy that, I think as as famous uh, as the famous country singer said, I'll throw the Golden Gate in for free. <laughs> have you ever okay? Have you ever heard of a course hero? I'm pretty sure you have. Yes, I, I mean, have. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, and I'm pretty sure any high school student has heard about course hero. I actually, for some reason, I looked up my name on 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 Google and I found my answers for one of my classes that I did <laughs> on course hero. And the only person that had access to those answers are me and the professor. So I don't know if the professor started publishing my answers in course hero for for money. I don't know what what he did, but I found my answers with my name on course hero. I'm like I'm famous now. I, I, I'm helping students in generations in the future. My answers are in course hero now. I don't know. Really good answers. I, I, I thank you. <laughs> I guess. All right, but we were talking about the aerospace engineering major. If you're just joining us, uh, Danny and I have uh, Thomas here with us, an engineering major, uh, aerospace engineering major. Uh, I've, I've told that that's very important to include that. Um, not, not like those other engineering majors. Nah, no, I don't associate with that. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> have you seen the mechanical degree plan? I think it's so boring. Mechanical degree plan? Mechanical engineering has like the most boringest degree plan. Did they take like three thermodynamics classes, like five structures classes? All right. I couldn't do that. Next time we have to have a mechanical engineer come here and defend <laughs> defend their <laughs> their like, defend their no. honor. <laughs> no, it's, it's a, actually really fun. Y'all, uh, y'all all have to uh, take Calc two though, so I don't know. I, I think y'all are all oh, just true. like getting the short end of the stick. Honestly, Calc, Calc two I think has one of the I think it has a forty percent pass rate. Forty like, percent pass rate of everyone like fails or drops. That is crazy. It's, it's rough. Would I you say that's the that's the hardest class that you had to take by far, in my opinion? And I think most most people would agree. Like Calc two is the hardest like pre-professional engineering course to take. So if you can get past Calc 2, it does get slightly, ever so slightly easier. Just a little bit. <laughs> Instead so of being on hell mode, it's just very difficult. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, then, it's different levels, but if yeah. if you fail it, like, don't be discouraged. Most people fail. Every, like, everyone I know, like, failed it, and they retook it, and then you get, like, an A or B the second time. It's really easy the second really? time. Really? It's easy the second time. Well, I guess you have time more to catch up. It's like, oh, okay, I remember like, oh, I've this. I've seen this before. <laughs> Persistence. Persistence is another key, big key in college. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Calc two is really hard. Would you consider that like a weed out class? Then that is by far like the most weed out weed out class. Like just the general engineering weed out class. And then there's like aerospace weed out classes, like intro to engineering design. That's not even that wasn't even a hard class, but it is weed out class. Honestly, every pre professional course is a weed out class. They're all so hard. So okay. Wait, what do you mean by pre pre professional class? Oh, those are the one thousand, two thousand level classes. Gotcha. That's what we call the lower level classes. Low, lower level classes. Okay. Just uh, making sure terminology is set up. Yeah, exactly. The dictionary from engineering to broadcasting. <laughs> yeah, like the advisor, the freshman aerospace advisor is like, honestly, like your worst enemy. Like they don't want you to pass. Oof. Because like, they, I mean, honestly, heard it here. if, if, I, was, if I was them, I'd, I'd probably feel that way too. Like over half of the students they get like fail. So it's like, why would I care about like this one student in particular? So they, they don't really want you to pass your first year. It's really rough. I think the first year is honestly like the hardest. <laughs> All right, so coming in fresh face at college, and uh, you think aerospace engineering's for you? Yeah, get it, get ready for a ride that first year. It's 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 a rude awakening. <clears throat> exactly, exactly. I mean, so without classes, what we mean by without classes is those classes where I mean they're in the curriculum specifically to determine which students are actually made for college or are not made for college. Or the specific not, not major not in that. this case, aerospace. Yeah. It's like if you like it, like because if you really hate. 
like engineering design, you're not gonna do well in it. But if you, if you like enjoy it, it's not gonna be that bad. Like calculus, like you kind of have to like it. To it's it's not it's not a weed out in the sense that it's hard. It's weed out like if you can just enjoy it and get through it. And if you enjoy calculus, then you have other problems. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm not alone on this. We have got got some backup in, from the aerospace engineer. Uh, so you talked about like. We have classes. We talked a little bit about Calc two. Are there any other uh, uh, specific courses on your on your yes. co- on your course the, list here? The that... very first class you take. They don't have it anymore. They changed it now to Engineering eleven oh one entrance to Engineering for tr- no the transfer one. Okay, we, we we have it, it used to be twelve fifty. It used to be like think how to think like an engineer. It's like the very first class you take to take any classes. And mm-hmm. It's like absurdly. Oh. That's kind of like the UNIV class that we have. The the it's it's like UNIV, but just for engineering. They teach you like yeah, 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 yeah. So every cl- every major has their own UNIV and class. They, they just like... kind of like dump everything on you. Like they they dump like every aspect of engineering on you to see if you're serious about it. Because if you can pass it, it's like okay, they're pretty serious. Was this like a once and once a week class that lasted an hour? No, it's like a two credit class. It's like three hours, like like twice a week. I guess it's different for engineering majors. Well, I'm, I'm thinking that this class is more akin to intro I, to broadcast than the UNIV class. I don't know. Honestly, it was so bad that they got rid of it. It's something else now. Oh, no. No, they, they don't get rid of the UNIV class. That's no, a money like it's like It's like intro to... I think now they call it like intro to aerospace it sounds like it but sounds, it's not the intro to aerospace engineering. It's a different one. It sounds uh, it sounds like it would. It's kind of like our uh, intro to broadcast class where they go, hey, this is what you can do with a broadcast degree. Uh, we're gonna have you take some video. We're gonna have you take some audio and just do the very basic level stuff. You don't have to do it well. Just this is how you do it. Uh, sounds like that, but difficult <laughs> and, and aerospace. Yeah, but a couple more grades of difficulty. Uh, why 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 point that one out then? I like found was it, it it's, just? It's oh. called problems in mechanical and aerospace engineering. They changed it. It's MAE eleven forty. That class is just really difficult. I don't know why. It's just they want to see if you're serious about it or not, so they make it hard. They want to they want to make sure that you're not in it just for the money. You yeah. actually want to be an engineer. Any tips or tricks to get through the class that uh, if you could do it again, you would implement Ooh. to uh, make it a cakewalk? For me, it, we had like a coding project, and there's just like one student who's taken it like four times or three times, three times. That's the that's the limit. He's taken it like three times, so he had like the project already done. <laughs> So he just submitted it, and then I never, like, did anything on it. Like, it was coding, and I never learned how to do the code. And then the test, the final, was literally the project. I'm like, damn, I didn't do any of this. But uh, So do the work. Yeah, do it. Like, actually, like, do everything. No, don't plagiarize. <laughs> I didn't like, know. It again, I'd learn how to code. I didn't know you could plagiarize yourself. I thought. That happened to me. Yeah, I thought you last week. You can. I plagiarized my old lab report. Yeah. and, like, and dude, I wrote this. Th- that's the thing is, like. <laughs> Um, I gave permission to myself to 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 yeah. use it again, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, that's not how it works." And they're like, "Okay, so so just as a tip, to kids, I mean, don't plagiarize even when it's yourself." Well, that's a big one, actually. Over the summer, like I, I was helping this one freshman with a course because I'm a junior. I was like, "Oh, hey, it's a freshman; they need help," and they end up stealing my work, like word for word. They stole it, and I got I got kicked out of the class. And my professor, like, like they like they literally stole this from me. Trust like, no care. one. You literally cannot trust me. You kind of want. Like when you see people struggling, you want to help them, but sometimes you just you just can't. I don't know if you so, sometimes it's like, yeah, I'll share my it's, textbook with you. Not, yeah, but not here's all the like, answer key. Like, you did, maybe, maybe you don't. Yeah, it's it's one of the things that you used to do in high school, kind of thing. Whenever like that, you had already taken the class. Like, oh yeah, yeah, here, don't copy it word for word. 
But you can like paraphrase it kind of thing, and then not in college. But don't, it sucks, don't. But you kind of want people to fail because like it makes your it makes the curve better. <laughs> See, when people fail, like, every man for like, themselves. Look, it, honestly, it is like in statics or solid mechanics. It's like you when you people struggling. It's like oh cool. Like, <laughs> at least curve, I'm not the only like, one. My curve, my, I'm not the only one, and/or my curve's gonna be better. I've, I feel validated now. Like you want to help people, but how? You can't. So, what's the percentage of classes that usually curve grades? Uh, Dude, every class. Curves. Every class every, curves. Every class. That's crazy. Like none of ours think do. Of curves. None of ours none do. None of ours need to. My, my well, not really. Algebra yeah. class, she curved by like 20 points. Ooh. The, the average on the first test was a 30, and <laughs> I finished the B because I got like a 20 on the first test. Like it is like the curves are so crazy for some of these classes. Jeez. A thirty. Yeah, the average was a thirty. Thirty Yikes. average. Yeah, yeah, not 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 in broadcasting. STEM majors live in a different world. Oh yeah. <laughs> Imagine an average and a thirty in a broadcast class. I like, maybe you that's should, a professor. You should probably wrong. leave college at that point. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, that's 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 well, that's not right. Honestly, like the math department at UTA, like, is really bad. Like, I don't I don't like hate on it that bad, but it, it's really bad. Like, if you're thinking about like coming to UTA, like take all your math that you can in college up to calc. <laughs> No, linear. <laughs> take take pre calc calc one calc two calc three and linear algebra if you can help it at community college. Okay. Like in the summer. Those are the math department here. Like they legit like don't speak English or they're just like really bad teachers. Well, I, I, all my experience is uh, agreeing with you. I, I took one math class here before uh, taking mine at, at TCC. Actually, uh, I've, I've had a couple of people that I've talked to that say they took it here and like yeah it was it was way harder than it had to be. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not exactly sure what's going on with uh, UTA's math system. I assumed that. They saved all the best math teachers for the engineering department. No, like, so, like, so if like if you were in engineering, they're like, okay, we'll give you the good math teachers to help you get through. Apparently, it's not true. That was my assumption. And and then if they tell you, like your advisor says, like, hey, you shouldn't transfer your math credits. You should retake them here. Don't transfer them. They're lying. I, I think transfer your math credits. I think that one of the things that UTA does good in other departments is that they employ professionals that know how to teach, at least some of them. But in math department, for some reason, they employ great mathematicians. Like the, yeah, I they're, remember they're, taking they're crazy. They're crazy smart. Exactly. They suck at Exactly. Yeah. I remember taking. I remember taking uh, my professor for contemporary math. Contemporary math, Ahmed Ali, and his English was actually not that bad. But his way of explaining things made it like I could understand it, but everyone else in the class couldn't. And he was like, at some point, he just decided to like you. You come up to the board and you explain it to the class in, in layman's terms. And I was like, okay, me as a broadcast major, I'm going to explain it in layman's terms, and I could, and it was pretty good. Like, bro, isn't that your job? <laughs> Barely. Like I became the the the, the sort of TA of the class, just for contemporary math. For contemporary math, just try to explain to all these kids how to like how to do like one plus one is two, and it's like, and he he was a crazy. Amazing mathematician because he, he had papers on uh, on uh, I think geometry I forgot what, Man what could he was probably do differential equations in his sleep exactly but could he teach no uh, he he was he was a great person he, he he started giving us chocolates before the test to encourage us to do well on the test he was like okay I'm gonna give you chocolates be nice <laughs> I mean actually sometimes I'll have like some candy before tests for like the sugar rush yeah. yeah 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 it helps honestly it helps chocolate's always a good idea chocolate is amazing. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, math classes, they're, they're so beast. I assume that's not the only thing you have. Do you have any, like, uh, more science-based classes, I guess? Um, yeah, like, statics is, like, huge. Like, it's not, it's not a, it's, it's a weed class, but if you have a hard time <laughs> in statics when you're, like, a sophomore, it's like, man, you're going to hate solid mechanics and dynamics. This is literally just statics 2.0. So, I, I have no idea what you mean when you say statics. <laughs> that's statics an unknown oh. term to me. So, like, can you explain... To this, uh, this humble broadcast major, what um, to what that would mean? Statics is like the forces on objects that don't move. Okay. 
everyone confuses with statistics. I'll say, hey, I'm taking statics. I'm like, right. oh, statistics. I, no. I was actually I was actually thinking like static, like like electrical static, like <laughs> oh, that's what I was thinking. That that's what I went to. No, I was it's like, just okay. like forces on like buildings and stuff and like everything has to equal each other. Yeah. Okay. So like because when you're standing on the ground, the ground pushes back on you. I remember that from physics. Yes. Newton. Yeah, it's it's literally just physics. All right. So those are the science classes. Or did did those end up okay here at UTA? Like the like uh, they they might have been difficult, yeah, yeah, but on, like honestly, there there are some really good engineering professors. Like in the MAE department, there are some really good professors. They're really passionate about their work, especially Raul Fernandez. Shout out to Raul Fernandez. He's literally the best professor I've ever had. There we go. Got yeah. an A in his engineering design class. That's why. <laughs> do, do you use a rate my professor before making your schedule? Every class. Every, every class? class? Every single class. Religiously. Okay. I'll wake up at 8 a.m. for a good professor as opposed to have like a 6 p.m. class with a horrible one. Wow. Like you needed to use rate my professor as much as you can. That explains the coffee as well. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I would take an 8 a.m. with anyone. Yeah. Maybe Julian, but that's about it. <laughs> no. Not even Lance. He's, he's a good professor, so you would. That's, that's kind of the case here. Uh, fair so, enough, fair so enough. It's, yeah, obviously the the professor makes the class in college, and if that that is the one of the very first lessons you should learn, especially when making your schedule, the professor makes the class. You could be in uh, contemporary math, but if you have a bad professor, uh, you might you might get like seven assignments a day, and it might <laughs> it might over the top, whatever, and it'd just be like terrible. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, having some source of information about the professors that you're going to be taking for the class is advisable. My professor, very good resource that spans so many schools, so many different majors, so many different uh, 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 classes. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, not the only resource out there, like like we've discussed before. You can find, If you can parasite yourself onto an upperclassman, they, they're a good uh, source of information. So I would uh, also say, uh, talk to your advisor about it, but it sounds like no. the aerospace engineering <laughs> advising office uh, would, would give you the wrong one and laugh at you. The freshman advisor, no. Maybe like your actual aerospace advisor, maybe. And that's a maybe. I, I would rely on upperclassmen way more. Uh, that is the other thing. The freshman advisors, they are uh, a one-size-fit-all. Oh, yeah. They yeah. do not know the specifics of your major. Uh, when, when we talk about uh, advisors uh, on this podcast, they are usually excluded from that because their job is to make sure that they can get as many people enrolled in the university as possible. That means that if uh, they can talk you into taking an 8 a.m. class, saying that it's no different than high school and uh, you will pay money for that, they will do that. Uh, obviously, I'm not trying to say they're evil or anything or malicious, <laughs> but that they are doing their job. Uh, they're trying to get people enrolled at the university. Uh, when you get into your specific major advisor, it becomes different. It, it's, yeah. it's a lot better. I think uh, what's it my, freshman, my specific freshman advisor was so... <laughs> so 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 something uh and 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 like i i spent half an hour of, of my appointment with her trying to explain to her that i already taken english and uh as a, as a transfer at a, at a community college back in high school and she for some reason could not understand it. and i was like you're an advisor i mean it's, it's sort of your job and, and then i just came to the the broadcast already and she was like oh honey i'm i'm just gonna switch you over to broadcasting already and then just just don't deal with it and i was like Thank you so much. Very nice. Yeah, they did the same thing with me with calculus. I'm like, I took calculus already. I'm like, no, you got to retake it. I'm like, but I took it already. I'm like, no, you got to take it here. <laughs> it was literally the same class, same textbook. They just want you to take. They just want you to spend your money here. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I think, uh, in, especially in the music department, I've heard it was like, oh, it's just you didn't learn music theory the UTA way. I'm like, it's music theory. I don't know how many ways you can learn music theory. Exactly. It's music theory. <laughs> 
Now, at least it's not rocket. Yeah, well, at least it's not <laughs> rocket science, right? Yeah. Uh, although, obviously, you would probably find music theory harder. Yeah, we say at least it's not music theory. Oh, that's a saying. That's a saying. That's a saying we say in aerospace. It's like at least this isn't music. I think I think it would be interesting to bring a music major and bring Riboli back, (laughs) bring Thomas back to talk to music major and just battle it out with the music. Whose major is harder, though? Need a, we would need to find like a, a music major that's super passionate that m- music is hard and you, it not, it's not for everybody. Oh, I, I, I'm pretty sure I can find some of those. I remember them complaining all my time, all, all the time. I just don't understand what you do with the like bachelor's in music. Aren't you just like a music teacher? Uh, it's a good we question. Haven't, we haven't had any. We haven't brought anybody in on the show yet, so we can't answer. I, that I feel like it's point, like wanting to be a professional like sports player. I, I guess. I, I, I mean, just feel like so many people don't make it. What, what what do you major as a professional sport? Like, if you want to be a professional sports player, what do you major in? Athletics. I, I, that's that's a major? No, it's know. not a major. Kinesiology. That's... that's what I was thinking, but then I was like, kinesiology is a little bit. I remember there was, in some college, I think it's UNT. There's a there's a PE major, where you can be like a, a like a physical trainer or something like that. I guess I don't know why you want to get to go to college for that, but it's like why take out so many student loans just to get a job that you can... exactly. well, if your goal is to be a professional athlete, college is probably paid for. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, definitely not a music major. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you can you can be undecided for a couple of years if that's if that was something like athletes would want to do. You could uh, go to business. Business is kind of like the I don't know where else to go major. So I went to business. Um, Psychology too. And another thing, another thing that I think is really important before you come to college for any student at all is to look at the um, cost. Uh, what's it called? The cost return kind of thing. Uh, on 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 the major on the major that you're going to take and how much is going to cost to the to the major, it's not a sane financial decision to spend one hundred and fifty thousand dollars on a theater degree. Please don't do it. And I've seen it happen. And I swear to God, like whenever like how many one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a theater degree, I'm like, there's so many other ways that you could have done this, and 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 it's it's not a good idea. So so before you go into college, I mean, do the cost financial decision where where whether this is actually going to be worth it, how much money I'm going to be making afterwards, is this a really hard passion that I want to take, et cetera, et cetera. So then, where do you fall on that for aerospace? Well, then? Yeah, I was about to say for aerospace, like come to aerospace, like okay, there's not a single aerospace major I know that didn't start in aerospace. Like everyone. Like knows they want to do aerospace, they do aerospace. <laughs> Imagine transfer. It's the opposite problem. Too many people think think that they want to do aerospace and have to change. Yeah. Imagine transferring to aerospace. Like, oh no, no, no one transfers to aerospace. That's <laughs> I used thing. to be a broadcast, but here I am yeah. now. Let, let me. <laughs> you know what? I'm, tomorrow I feel like I want to be an aerospace and major. The, the people who do think like that, like I just want to be an aerospace major. I threw a dart at the board. I met a person like that. Like, why did you major in aerospace? Like, oh, I threw a dart at the board. They they don't make it. They are, Unfortunately, yeah. but uh, after college, when you get your degree, where where do you want to take it? Then, like, oh. what, what are different options for you that you're uh, interested in? Well, internships for aerospace are really difficult, but uh, you know, I should have an internship for civil engineering. It's structural mechanics. It's, it's pretty. There's a lot of overlap, but eventually, I want to end up in like the private space industry. I want to put people in space. I want to, you know, work on rocket engines and propulsion. Maybe get my master's in propulsion. And uh, what what kind of salary would would that be looking at? I'd say easily six figures. Uh, STEM, I, STEM majors well, usually. Thing about are. engineering is like you get paid maybe like forty or fifty like your first couple of right. years, and then with experience, it's a job that you get paid with experience. Mm-hmm. It's like your first like three, four, five years, you'll get paid me like fifty thousand, and then like after that, like it jumps like you know like over a hundred. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, we yeah. have something similar in broadcast where uh, we don't start at fifty thousand. We start working for free, and with experience, <laughs> you can make your way up to fifty thousand. I mean, uh, what's it called? If if with a lot of luck and a lot of good looks, you can make it to be an anchor and then make start making some some six figures. But but that's that's like way over. <laughs> it's like two people. That exactly. That that's gonna be two people in the future, and that's that's why I'm a technical director. That's that's about it. That uh, we I mean. So. Uh, Spending that money that Danny was talking about might be a sound decision if you're going to go STEM or in this case specifically aerospace engineer. Uh, you know, hundred and twenty thousand dollars to to get six figures two years after uh, you're in your career that might be worth it. Uh, still a lot of money, but it may, still, may, right, it sounds a, a lot more reasonable than one hundred fifty thousand dollars for a theater. Investing in yourself, exactly. That's, that's, that's really that's what college is. Yeah. As long as you realize that it's a return on investment, if you're going to before you take the classes, before you go into to college, and before you can make financial decisions. I mean, sometimes it's better to go to a community college for a couple of years and then transfer to the actual to the actual college. A lot of people think that oh, I I don't want to go to a community college because it sounds bad or something like that. But it's like. Now that we've looked at it, I mean, it, like, if I didn't have a scholarship, I would have probably gone to a community college, and it would have been proud of it. Actually, for engineering, I wouldn't recommend, like, community college. Oh, okay, I would okay. starting here, and then in the summer, you can Taking community college. college. Like, okay, okay, okay. math credits. Why is that? Because uh, your freshman year, you take, like, these prerequisites, the prerequisites that are then prerequisites. So okay. if you start, like, say you do your first two years at community college, and then you transfer, like, there's only so many classes you can take. You can actually transfer. Because, like, they're prerequisites to other classes. Okay, so that makes sense. I, I would recommend starting, like, I wouldn't do more than a year. If you really had to, I wouldn't do more than a year. Yeah, they, they like to keep the system linear, I guess. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, I don't know a single person who started in community college. Like in my like upper level classes, like everyone kind of started freshman year. It just kind of like builds you. Yeah. Like if, you, if you transfer, you kind of, like for aerospace, aerospace is just a degree where like it's it's hard to transfer some of those. I, so I guess the advisors, the advisors are right in a way. But. Fair right. enough. Yeah, definitely fair enough. All right, so... I know we're running out of your time here, so uh, I don't know if you can push off whatever, but um, just just, uh, just going back to the very beginning of your college career up till now, what would you do completely different? Like, like I was an absolute fool for doing this. Would, uh, I, I should have done it this way. Do you have anything like that? This is kind of odd, but I actually wish I like rushed to fraternity my freshman year, got it out of my system, and then sophomore year like really focused on it like schoolwork because freshman year is hard but it's like comparatively like not too too bad i mean it's it's all hard but i, I really wish i would have gotten like greek life out of my system sooner rather than later because <laughs> i'm I kind of paid for it the up like the upper level classes because when, when you fail an upper, upper upper level class it, it hurts a lot more than it does failing a calc one why is that because everyone fails calc one. Oh, okay <laughs> it's just it's an ego at that point yeah ego honest, that oh, point. my okay. ego is just like Hyperinflated anyway, so that might be what it is. He did come in wearing short shorts. <laughs> hey, that's, the style, that's the look. It's that's the look. You will not it's, catch me wearing. It's the shorts. engineering look. I, you you actually will not catch me wearing anything other than jeans. Really? I, I like that's about it. It's like I. It's I, so hot outside. I, 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 it's not hotter than Houston. <laughs> Thomas is from Houston. If, uh, if you didn't, I, I, lived, I don't think we said it on the show. Yeah, yeah. Thomas is from Houston, and mm-hmm. I lived in Houston for three years. Uh, uh, also, as a, as a tip for college. If you ever have to go to Houston, don't. Houston <laughs> <laughs> is like the best place to live in the entire entire country. It's well, Thomas really, is a proud it's, Houstonian. It's it's I'm a very proud Houstonian. It's so diverse. It's so like inclusive. It's it's honestly I had culture shock coming here. It's so different. 
we, we don't uh, we we don't have gills. So <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, what's it called? Sugarland was the one that's like twenty five percent everything, like twenty five percent white, twenty five percent black, twenty five percent. Yeah, yeah. Sugarland was like straight down the middle. Everything like was <laughs> very evenly spread. And everyone gets along too. Unlike diverse. <laughs> unlike here, I don't know. I, I, I guess I grew up in the wrong part of Houston. <laughs> So uh, what made you come to UTA if you're from Houston? Then? Oh, literally aerospace. That's the only college that gave me money to study aerospace. How? The only other schools we have aerospace are A&M and UT, and they don't give scholarships. Oh, yeah. You're yeah, yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. That's how I ended up at UTA as yeah, well. And I can't I, afford you know, not to take a scholarship. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. UTA is very good about giving out scholarships. I have they, to say. They literally hand out money. So Here, here's, here's a question that I get. I get a lot of mixed reactions whenever I ask it. So... If it comes down to you got accepted to UT and you got accepted to UTA, Ooh. but you get a bigger scholarship at UTA. I mean, it is this, at the end of the day, it is the same piece of paper. Okay. But I, I, I would almost go to UTA. Okay. <laughs> like I it, feel there's still a little prestige there. Yeah. And like one thing at the engineering career fair at UTA, it was kind of like lackluster. There wasn't a lot of really good opportunities. And I have friends, I have a friend who goes to MIT and they literally like, they have like the best opportunity. They, they, the, the, job recru- MIT, the recruiters go to the colleges that are better, but it, it's at the end of the day, if it's the same piece of paper, and if you network, you you can get the same like you know opportunities. You just have to work maybe it's a little harder to network. It's not that bad. Okay, so I know that's not the case with some professions. Be like yeah. uh, the one that immediately comes to mind is uh, grad school when you uh, law school. Yeah, uh, like law school that it definitely matters where you get your law school degree from. Uh, but like under a lot of undergrad, that doesn't really matter. The biggest difference i think would be if you when you're applying to grad school you say i have my diploma from this school and so they might they might like be more apt to take a diploma from harvard than from i think in this case uta yeah yeah i think i I completely agree with that but i also think um uta is gaining very quickly a lot of more um team around it it. i I think it would help if we had a football team but (laughs) i don't I don't. I think that would just take the wind out of UTA sales. It costs so much money. To oh have yeah, 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 absolutely that. But but what's, I think in Texas it's just like oh, I don't know. For some reason, a lot of people in Texas are like oh, your school doesn't have a football team. I don't. All the money that's going into like developing research and stuff that's uplifting UTA and making making it a tier one mm-hmm. school is would just be completely wrong. That's absolutely. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, it was, that's that's one of the reasons why I feel like UTA is one of the best. Is like it spends money, at least for the most part. <laughs> on the right, yeah, that's one reason I like UTA too. The lack of a football team. Cause I don't really care about football. Yeah, I just think it's like, it, it, what's it, called? it like it gets your name out there. Or, or, I guess something. I don't know. But the, what's it called? The the thing that I like is that UTA is quickly getting a lot more steam, yeah, and, and like one, we just become a cool. tier one school, and and I think a lot of people are appreciating a lot more uh, what UTA has to offer. So does that news make any difference to you as an aerospace major now that that we're tier one now? I think it, it's, it I think it's the Carnegie it scale. Does. It's like yeah. tier one Carnegie school. There's a lot of aerospace majors because we, we know like this is a great place to get an education, but we all say it's the same piece of paper. But like, why do we have to tell ourselves that? <laughs> you know, it's like so it, it did it did make you it did make some difference then. It did. Cool. It did. Um, but it's the same piece of paper though. <laughs> I think as soon as I get my diploma, I'm going to write tier one on the on the diploma. I just 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 to include it. Just add the word honors as well. Honors tier one. Honors tier, <laughs> honors tier one. Another thing about aerospace is that a degree in aerospace doesn't get you a job in aerospace. Like for engineering, especially, like you have to have an internship. Like if you don't get an internship, no one will hire you, or they'll hire you to be like the worst engineering job like ever. <laughs> like government. <laughs> you know, be a government. Oh. So. 
Fair um, enough. And one thing I wish I did was apply to internships my freshman year because I didn't know that, but people will still hire like freshman engineering majors. Huh. For internships. That's that's yeah. interesting. That, that's definitely of no. I don't think that's the same with broadcast majors. I mean, maybe it is, but like you did broadcast. It's definitely it's who you know. Uh, and that would help you out more, but I, nice. I think the, the majority of our internships come in uh, our junior year around there. Um, it's really hard for me to tell because the year I was supposed to, I, everything got shut down by COVID. So <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Uh, so I was I wanted to touch a little bit on the aerospace stereotypes because oh. <laughs> I like you're you're very well spoken, and that's not the stereotype for uh, for some of these yeah. STEM majors. I, I was honestly expecting a Martian that that saluted me with a with a like one of those Dude, Vulcan. A lot, of us, a lot of us are like Martians, like aliens. Like I <laughs> like believe in aliens just for being in like thirty feet. <laughs> like there's some weird people in that class. Oh God! It's like like hey like what's today and then like. They don't even say anything. They just look at you. Like, why'd you just... They, they, they just start listing off the numbers of pi. And they, like, <laughs> they take it to, like, 70 digits. But, like, I can go farther. Do you want but me to? The stereotype is strong. And the thing is, you got to embrace the stereotype. Because the people who are the stereotype are the ones who succeed. Like, I tried really hard sophomore year to be, like, cool fraternity guy. And then it's, like, then I just, like, wouldn't focus on school. Because that's, like... you, you got to embrace the stereotype. Because the triangle, triangle of power. Yeah. You just got to embrace the stereotype. You know, the, the cargo shorts or shorts shorts. You know, collared shirt. I wear a collared shirt every day. It's just like, I don't know. Is pen protector part of that? I wish. Dude. You okay. wish? I you could pen. start that. Like, I want to wear a calculator calculator watch so bad, but... Like, <laughs> a calculator like, watch? Oh, yeah. one of those... Yeah, but, like, I know people make fun of me. But I, I do want to get one. <laughs> but you're you trying know? to re-embrace it now. I, I, I know. So, I should so get one. I need a calculator Just, just get one. We, we endorse it. The, the, the first step to re-embracing getting that calculator watch. It is. It is. Absolutely. I remember those from from, like... Back to the future. Right? <laughs> I remember those from like middle school. It was cool. Like there was one kid that had one, and he was like, "Oh yeah, like it's a little hard to press the buttons, but it's pretty cool." <laughs> it wasn't digital at that point. It was no, it was like actual yeah. physical buttons. Yeah, it was actual <laughs> physical buttons. Yeah, the stereotype is a good thing and a bad thing because like the hardest part of engineering is not only the work; it's like other people. So the better you are at communicating to the other people, the you know it'll be you'll be easier. You can make up for like you're not perfect GPA by being a really good communicator. Because those are the engineers that actually end up being more like uh, lead engineers. Because uh, you have to network with the yeah. people to get yeah. the job, right? So that's, exactly. that's you see, that's exactly the thing is that whenever you don't get a, a science degree from MIT or Harvard, is like is as long as you know how to speak and you know how to communicate with other people and you know how to network, they're like, I will hire you. Yeah, because you you, exactly, you're a great person, and boom, job. Uh, that does make me wonder though, how is the GPA important at all then? Ooh. It has to be above a 3.0. Okay. If, if your GPA is above, below a 3.0, it's like impossible to get an internship. Here's another thing that I've heard, especially like I've heard this from a software engineer from Samsung, mm -hmm. that he says that he doesn't hire anyone with a 4.0 in college because he yeah. said that if he looks at a 4.0 in college in a resume, like that person <laughs> cheated. That person cheated. Like, <laughs> or they just didn't do anything. Like they or, had or, like no friends. They had no social. No media, life. No, no life. No communication abilities but. i don't know i've it, met some people that like have those photographic memories and then they're yeah they, they could look like that those they, are the they, they fit in no but they <laughs> look like they could fit in with fraternities as well like it's like they they just seem to have everything put together and to, to they're few and far between <laughs> they are but back to gpa it doesn't matter until you get an internship because okay. once you get an internship the next real job you'll get all they care about is your internship they don't care about your gpa so as so, so keep the Keep your GPA on lockdown. They, you gotta you preserve the three three point oh. <laughs> yeah. Until you, and then you're like, okay, it doesn't matter anymore. Essentially, in a way, kind of. Don't, don't fail though. Don't fail. Because <laughs> uh, failing that, 
that will matter if you uh, have to drop out of college. If you, another, just advising college in general, if you have to drop a class for it to not affect your GPA, do it. There's no, I mean, like, as long as you're still a full-time student. But, and, but a lot of scholarships depend on being a full-time yeah, student. Exactly. So that's that's why we bring up the full-time student. If you're not, if that doesn't apply to you and you don't care about, and like, you don't have a scholarship that relies on that, then yeah, drop it. You Must should, be nice, but. You should it. not be taking a class that is not going to be helping you. And if a class is going to ruin your GPA and you're depending on your GPA, that is not helping you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, broadcast students, we really just need the GPA for scholarships. Yeah. So if you're depending on scholarships, don't do that. Yeah. We need it for scholarships. And then once again, if you're applying to grad school, uh, it's, yeah. it's good to have a good GPA when applying for, to grad school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I'm, I'm you, just trying to pass. You, uh, <laughs> you, you I'm just trying to pass. Well, you mentioned uh, getting a master's in uh, propulsion. Um, what, I didn't even know you could get a master's. I, I didn't know that was a thing. I was going to be honest with you, but uh, like, what the what's a master's? Does that in? open? Does that open different uh, opportunity, like more opportunities than just your desired stuff? Or yeah, is that okay? You, you, you get paid more, you can do a lot more. But uh, so, anything past the master's is like unnecessary. Like if you get a really? PhD in engineering, you're like just doing research, or you're the professor. But uh, but yeah, one thing that's cool about UTA, they offer a master's in engineering and a master's of science in aerospace engineering. Or say like UH, they only have a master's in science in aerospace, as opposed to both masters in engineering and science. So what's uh, what does that do difference than just getting one? Uh, well, if you get a master's in uh, engineering in aerospace engineering, it's more hands on. It's a lot more like technical, like practical stuff. Okay, so that's the special part is that we have that one. That is pretty cool. That's one thing that I really do like about UTA is that we have that. Will I get it? Probably not. But that's cool that we have it. <laughs> It makes it, it speaks good about the university. Yeah, come uh, to UTA. Yeah, UTA. We uh, we we give it a lot of flack from time to time, especially with how they uh, treat incoming students. But <laughs> it really is uh, a good. It, it really can be, I should say, a good investment. Um, that there are definitely scholarship opportunities out there, and definitely resources available to the students. If you think about it, especially if you're in uh, Dallas Fort Worth area. And you're thinking about coming to UTA, and you're on uh, what's it called on the about coming to UTA. I would say 100% coming to UTA. Come to UTA, and one of the proofs for that is that Thomas and I came all the way from Houston, five hours of driving, mm -hmm. just to come to UTA Every because day? it was. <laughs> imagine, imagine doing the 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 uh, the, commute. the commute from from Houston to <laughs> to Arlington. No, but uh, what's it called? We 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 definitely snubbed uh, University of Houston just to come here because I got accepted to the University of Houston with some good scholarships too. I don't know. UTA, I am really thankful. UTA does have a lot more resources. Than I think. I think you're just saying that because he's a proud Houstonian. But I am. That's that's what he, it is. he enjoys clearing the fog off of his glasses every time he goes back to the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! He enjoys not having air to breathe. <laughs> but uh, but no 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 I would go yeah um, I think UTA is one of one of the greatest universities here um, because I, I I'm really thankful for what UTA has given me and of course like there's so many things that could have been could have been done better but but UTA is a great university I, I agree it is a, it is an amazing university I'm really thankful for it I hate on it sometimes just because I love it exactly exactly yeah. Yeah. talking about aerospace uh, the major not just the the topic. Um, Thomas has decided to stick around for the rest of the show. We talked him Ooh. into it that uh, this is more important for future generations than some uh, differential, differential equation maths. Uh, math says, is it maths or math? Like, I guess math. Maths. There is an S. That sounds so weird. Mathematics. To say. Like, I, I, I hate maths class. Like, I don't. That, that, that's there, was, weird. there was a lot of people that, that when, when I first got to the U.S., I, I called it mathematics instead of just maths. 
And there was a lot of people that just looked at me like mathematics. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have my mathematics class. Yeah. <laughs> but I've, I've always just dropped the S when I shorten it to math. So math. it's like math class. At, math uh, class. But I, I think it's supposed to have an S. I don't know. It's weird. That's what we're talking about, aerospace, uh, STEM major, and uh, how Thomas is going to be making six figures in just a couple of years here. We're not jealous at all, right, Danny? No, 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 no. absolutely uh, not. Yeah, he, he, he's probably put in twice as much uh, hours studying, if, if, if not four <laughs> times the amount than we have, but beside the case. Um, so I think really in this part of the, the segment, we're just going to go down the individual class list and uh, for, for UTA, because it's a roadmap to UTA majors, um, and just you can maybe give your uh, thoughts and opinions on it. Very cool. All right. Um, the first one that we have here, I mean, I said from, well, the first one really, we have Calculus 1. Um, oh, if you have to take it at UTA, like, don't, like, go to class, but just watch Professor Leonard on YouTube, like, religiously. <laughs> Do the homework, watch Pro Professor Leonard. Professor Leonard? Professor Leonard on YouTube. He is the, like, Calculus King. I've seen every single one of his Calc 1 and Calc 2 <laughs> And Calc 3. That's hilarious. <laughs> that, that is hilarious. Like, that for Calc 1... Uh, I wish I watched in Calc 2. I only watched it in Calc 3. I only watched it. I never even went to lecture. I just watched <laughs> Professor Leonard. And it's the same stuff. So, Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. math doesn't change in it. And then just do your test reviews and you'll be fine. And um, with the pandemic, this is kind of like an odd question for some students. I think you've been around long enough to maybe be able to answer it. Is, um, does aerospace require you to have like attendance to the class? Uh, in the lower level, in like your freshman year, they do. And then. No, not you don't really have attendance. It's kind of up to you to want to put in the work. Whether you want to show up. Yeah. Or, or watch Professor Leonard. Or, or watch, watch Professor Leonard. Leonard. Or watch Professor Leonard while you're in class. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a single class anymore that requires attendance. I can't remember the last class that required attendance, to be honest. How how big is it, like, uh, on most classes of engineering? Like, do you have to go to class? Do you... I mean, you don't have to, but if you don't, you'll probably fail. You'll probably fail. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Well, yeah, I mean, so any tips uh, aside from Professor Leonard? Uh, for calculus one and two and three, I okay. For definitely go to the math clinic, Pickard Hall, third floor. It's literally right in front of the library. I was in Pickard Hall at the math clinic religiously every math class. There are two times a week. Find a good tutor, do the test reviews, and if you can, make friends in other sections because the the calc, calc one, two, and three is departmental, so all the tests are the same. Yeah. Each, each professor gives a different review, and you just got to find the right review that's ah. the most similar to the test. So have friends who are in every section. There's the key. Once yeah. upon a time, there's a key. Once upon a time, Danny and I were uh, bio majors or science majors, and uh, I had to take a bio class. And I was uh, the class was actually taught by the uh, the chair, the science department chair. Um, and so the review he gave was very similar to that yep. department that department test. I gotta say. Yeah, and if you were in another section, you might not have gotten that. Right. So you gotta have a friend in like every section if you can. You get get those reviews, those exactly. reviews, man. All right, um, but two and three—that that's pretty much just keep your ear to the ground. Go to go to math tutoring and pro watch Professor, Professor Leonard, Leonard. Ma math clinic in Pickard Hall. Do your reviews. It's the Triangle Building. There we go. It is the Triangle Building. I, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I've I've got lost in that building so many times because it's like on the outside it's, it's a triangle, but then when you come in, it's like something else because there's a, an extra hall that you don't count. On. I don't know. I've, I've like it's 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 a really weird building. Plus, yes, best is coming down from the floor. <laughs> uh, Builds character. It's, exactly, exactly. It's like, ooh, it's 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 a weird building. My the the facilities part of me just cried a little. <laughs> and also, if you can take a calc in the summer, like take a summer class through UTA, 
or not through VPA. Just try to take one in the summer. They're actually kind of easier in the summer. Does, just... does, so, that, um, does that help your progression from um, from pre-professional courses to professional courses? It, it does. It really does because you can't take like physics two without taking like at least calc two or something like right. that. I know that's the same in nursing because I've known a couple of nursing majors where they you have to take anatomy and physiology and you literally can't take enough credits if uh, if you just exactly. do like five classes uh, a semester and then, to to get it done in time. And if you start, you want to start freshman year in aerospace at least in Calc 1. If you don't start in Calc 1, you're behind. You're behind. If you start in college algebra, like, dude, you need to, like, all summer just grind on your math class. So, <laughs> Clep out, uh, do, like do whatever behind. you yeah. need. I'm, I think uh, UTA offers the math placement test. Yeah. Uh, that, test that, out of pre-cal. Yeah. Test out of pre-cal, go to, go to Calc 1. I was one point away from testing out of pre-cal. Ooh. I took pre-cal right. in high school, and I was one point away from doing it. And I had to take statistics because I, I didn't get it. Yeah, yeah you, you see, I, t I took uh, contemporary that's math. All I have to say about Calc 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Right. We have um, then Introduction to Linear Algebra and Vector Spaces. Rate my professor. That, that just, that just my, sounds... My class is a not departmental class, so you need to use Rate my professor religiously. The professor I wanted actually ended up passing away, like halfway oh. through the class. And then we got a different professor, and it was a really bad professor. <laughs> just really rate my professor for that class. Because it's not, it's not hard because they give you a full sheet of paper. Okay. Mine yep. didn't. That, they that, should that, give you a full sheet of paper. That just, that just sounds like something else. I mean, introduction to linear algebra and vector spaces. It's just like matrices. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, just matrices. Like really big ones. Danny, what's matrices? <laughs> oh, matrices. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're just going to keep going pretending that we know what matrices is. <laughs> uh, so problems in mechanical and aerospace See, engineering. That's a new class this year. They just started that class this semester. So you probably don't know about so, it. But it's, I, I took like the equivalent. Oh. And that's a weed-out class. That is a big weed-out class. It's not hard. It, it, it's, that's it's the one hard. we were talking about a yeah, little bit before. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, okay. it, you, just, that, you just have to like engineering okay. to, to get through it. And if you don't like engineering, you will not get through that class. So is it math-based or like? It's everything. It, they, they throw like a little bit of everything in there. Oh, so yeah. you get to review every single part of engineering, you, like you do some physics. So if you do some any part, coding. if you're not strong in any part, it'll confuse you. That that makes sense why it's difficult. So it also makes sense why it's called problems. Like the very first word is mm -hmm. problems. Well, at least I, that's what it used to be. I don't know what it is now, but I'm sure whatever it is is a weed. I mean, out it's class. it's a is yeah, it one it's credit. A, or is it two? It's one credit. Oh, that's a total weed out class. <laughs> if it's one credit, it's a weed out. Uh, chemistry for engineers. Ooh. That's a hard one. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> based on your reaction, I thought you were going to be like gung ho about no, it. Chemistry for engineers is chemistry one in, and two in one semester, and it's like a crash course. Of chem yeah, one that sounds two. disgusting. So it's 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 pretty rough. Like it's not it's not hard, but you that's a class that I didn't know how to study for, and that's what really held me back. So that class like literally just read the book. I didn't do a lot of reading. I wish I read. So the book is important then. I think. I, mean, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't, I didn't really read it and I got like a C and I feel like if I would have read it I would have gotten a better grade probably I, was, I didn't study very well so that's that's that, but that was when I was a stupid 18 year old I didn't study so study you know you'll, you'll get through it I promise and uh, I I'd assume that most of these read my professor is important on or knowing the professor is important on always uh, just like if like you did before if there's one that's super important make sure to, to speak up about linear that. algebra that's important uh, so that was chemistry for engineers, then uh, general technical physics one and two. Mm. When I okay, I got lucky on that, and when I took it, it was during COVID and online, and it was like really easy because they didn't really check if you didn't use the resources. I, I, I don't know if, if engineering did this same thing. It's like, uh, what's it, all the professors in the pandemic, they're like, at least on my, they were like, 
in these unprecedented times. And, we and give you free A's. Basically, yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. So I got really lucky on Physics 1 and 2, so I can't talk too much about it. But if you, I would try not to rely on Chegg because I relied on Chegg a lot. I got through it, but I wish I didn't. Unless you would like to start another global pandemic so you can also yeah, get it easy. I can't really speak on Physics Thanks. 1 and 2 because I feel like I didn't. I feel like I just pity, got pity passed because of COVID. If, if anybody who took any classes, especially upper level kind of classes at, at at a college during COVID, feels this way about at least one class. Yeah, it's like I have yeah. no idea what was going on in that class, but I didn't have to have an idea what was going on in that class because Absolutely. all the uh, all the tests became multiple choice and it was open book all of a sudden and open yeah. notes all of a sudden <laughs> and I could just look it up if if whatever it is and that is. It's a big shame. Like you've you touched on it, it is a big shame, especially if it's a class that uh, you need as a foundation class to build on something else. Well, actually, I can't remember anything from physics one and two because they ended up like reteaching it. Like in circuit analysis, they reteach everything that you would have learned in physics two. So, well, at least uh, at least you had had a catch up then. Yeah. All right. So uh, physics one and two maybe a maybe a question mark, but uh, probably don't rely on Chegg. I uh, see. There's a there's a rhetoric and composition. That's English 1301. That class is so hard. Major, major, that that was one of the hardest classes I've ever taken. Like I am so bad. At, that was the first. I took, I took that class like second semester sophomore year, and up in, that was the first like writing English class I've taken in college, and it was really difficult. For me. That's exactly what I was expecting yeah, from an engineer major. I mean, it's like, like I have to like what is I, I don't know. I just I, the professors are really biased too. Like you have to write. And argue their point, and I never argued their point. I don't think that like people know that. No. Right. So, so like Danny and I did like a general. Uh, I did a different edition where we talked about the general classes. Lots of majors have to go like, yeah, English class. It's a, it's a really it's just composition one. It's you're gonna be just fine. And then we we bring in the aerospace and you say, guys, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> they are against they are. us they here. Are. If you can take that's a class you should take. Like take a community college. Absolutely. Like community college it's like so unbelievably easy for thirteen oh one and or cheap. whatever whatever it's called and cheap. Yeah, and cheap. And there's so. no there's no penalty for doing it there. There's exactly. not. We we constantly joke about uh, uh about um TCC should probably pay those advertisement because I mean we're just constantly telling people take classes yeah. at TCC. Uh, the thing I'm, about undergrad is that half of your classes are going to be considered uh, low level or pre professional in this case, and so they're available at uh, TCC. And with a couple of exceptions, uh, it is a very uh, efficient and economical choice. Once again, the beautiful thing about UTA and God bless UTA for this is that they don't take any GPA outside from outside from UTA. So if you go to that class at TCC and you don't want to really try it hard during the summer because it's your summer, um, you can just get a C on it and then transfer it to UTA and they'll take it as oh, yeah. with some exceptions. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? You can just get a C on it and then transfer it to UTA and it won't count. Now there are some classes at UTA that you need a C or above, and those are the classes that you can't take at TCC. Right. Really. Yes. Well, at least uh, there are some classes, at least in the broadcast, and I know that there are some in the in in other majors too. I, I was just gonna say, like, I I recommend taking like your histories at UTA because it makes your GPA look better. Like, you know, they're really easy classes. Like, they're they're easy, and that should be just like, boost your GPA to make up for your, your okay, your okay, C okay. In Calc one, your C in physics. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's a good idea for engineering. That, that's the reason I didn't recommend transferring is because you don't get like those fluff classes. But uh, Fair enough. make your GPA look better. There is a uh, difference between your in-major GPA and your total GPA. That's true. There yes. Is, but so if if people are uh, pay pay close enough attention, they they can see exactly how much fluff, uh, like how how much effect those fluff classes have. But hopefully they won't, and they, you can just have a three <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they usually don't look at like the major GPA. They look at your cumulative. 
in in our bro in broadcast major, I think I found that a lot of people look at broadcast uh, really? like your yes. specific department GPA. Very much that yes. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, for our classes, they're easier in the it's, department. It's a different monster. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For for some reason, I mean, I found some classes that are easier in the department than the, than classes that, than the other fluff classes. I mean, it was also really dumb choices for me because I mean, like, you, someone decided to take an anthropology class because I I thought it was going to be easy, oh, and I was. Exactly my point. It's a study of culture, <laughs> something like that. I don't know, but but those are one of the professors that are like they know it's a fluff class, but they decided to 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 to, to teach it as they if dig all of their heels in and don't and don't give any room. They decided to teach it as if everyone in that in that class is an anthropology major and actually <laughs> wants to be an anthropologist. I'm like no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 just some uh, life advice for for future students. So. um Next, next one I guess is circuit analysis. Oh, that class is so much fun. That's actually one of my. Good. That's my favorite class this semester. Okay. I just kind of forgot to take it, so I'm taking it now. Okay. But Doctor Pan, Doctor Pan, Pan, he's literally the best professor I've ever had. He makes me want to be an electrical engineering major. So, what makes the class fun? I guess he's like the best teacher I've ever had. He's so good. He explains everything. Like I didn't remember anything from physics one and two about circuits. He just retaught everything, like everything in detail. And he uploads every single lecture online for reference. Do you like make circuits and stuff in class? Or no, like we just like analyze them. You just analyze. Like, they give us like a bunch of resistors, a bunch of volts, a bunch of currents. You're just like, what's the equivalent? How much power does this give? It, it's it's kind of fun. Everything makes sense. Now, I feel like that's one class that we should learn because I mean, right. sometimes with a he's <laughs> such a good teacher. Like just my, a, so maybe help Chris out every now yeah. and then. Exactly. Like my girlfriend's a bio major, and she watched the lecture with me, and then she could take the quiz. Huh. And it was like lecture like ten, so it was like pretty deep into it. It's like that's how good of a teacher he is. That that's amazing. I, I love the, so love those types. When you find those teachers, any any chance you get, that you look them up uh, to see if they teach another class that you have to take. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Just another life, quick college life tip. Um, but yeah, it's really great. Circus that, is pretty easy. That's a good. It's a good fun class. See what's next here. Introduction to aerospace engineering. Okay, that class is hard. It's, <laughs> is it the the one thousand level class? Yeah. That yep. class is a huge weed out class. The lab reports in that class take an unreasonably long amount of time and <laughs> it's one credit because they expect you because if you don't like aerospace and you fail it it doesn't hurt your gpa that bad because it's one credit but that's a one credit class but it's worth three credit hours so when you plan like your next semester like count that class as three credits because it is a lot of work i'm in it right now because i forgot to take it. Oh, it, no. it it was a prerequisite to fluid dynamics and i didn't know that but that that is a that is a very very time consuming class. It's not hard. It's just very that, time consuming. That's another thing that that you have to review uh, before you come to college is that there are some classes that you can't take without other classes and without other classes and without other classes, and you have to look at those very carefully because if not, you're going to end up like me and Thomas, uh, taking some sophomore level classes in your junior year. We call those bottleneck classes. Bottleneck classes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, like once you take it, it opens up a whole lot more opportunities. But you can't take it until you can't take those until you take the bottleneck class. So you might end up in a situation where you can only take like three classes in one semester, which is a yeah, really that, bad that situation. Really bad That's why I said not to transfer either, because that happens a lot. Yep. So the lots the of prerequisites. Pre so lots of yeah. prerequisites and bottlenecks, I guess, in aerospace. That's uh, very different than um, our bachelor's of arts in uh, broadcast. I think we only have one. Which is electronic news, right? And you somehow you somehow you messed that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's how you know I couldn't be an aerospace engineer. <laughs> engineer. All right, engineering statics. Uh, you talked about statics a little bit already, but I actually had to take that class again. But a, a lot of people I know had to retake that class. Like you're either really good at it or really bad at it. It was really easy the second time. The second time it was so easy. That's why it's a fun class. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun to know how to do it. What was it? Uh, what's it? 
Different professor? Yeah, was it? Okay, also, okay. That's, a, that's a big grade my professor got. He had a good professor. And then you have to do the practice problems in the book. The first time I took it, I was still a dumb 19-year-old at this point or 20. I don't know how old I was. But I just, like, I didn't want to, like, read the book. I didn't want to read the book. I didn't want to do the practice problems. And the second time I read the book, I did the practice problems, and it made a huge difference. So was one during Greek life and the other one not during Greek life? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> no, Maybe. I'm, just, I'm yeah. just wondering because yeah. that, like, that's a very common uh, – it's a very common side effect of having of not having the time management that we've all, we've talked about extensively. Is that uh, yeah, I could read the book, but man, I don't feel like it. I know you just have to drink a Red Bull and do it. It's once again, it's and not, not just Greek life. Any organization out there, any other, any any kind of extracurricular you do, and not clean your room after you. Dude, my room is so messy now. Like I just, I'm like I clean my room where I study. Dude, so is mine. So is yeah. mine. Uh, introdu- introduction to engineering design. Lots of that intro is courses. So much fun. That actually is one of my favorite classes. Intro to engineering design. They teach you how to use CAD, which is computer aided design software. Okay. In particular, SolidWorks. Which is, is that like, uh, professional standard? It is. It, it SolidWorks is like an industry. Well, it's one of them. And yeah. If you can do SolidWorks, you can do AutoCAD. You can do like the other ones too. But it's a really fun class. And if you do poorly in it, like don't like just watch the <laughs> like, he literally explains how to do it in the lectures. It's not a if you if you do poorly in it, drop it immediately and take it again. <laughs> if that's a class no? you fail, like may, I don't know what to tell you. Man. You maybe, might need to change majors. That, that's a class you should pass the first time. If that's the one you're failing, yeah. good luck in the weed out. If you classes. can't pass that the first time, like I'm kind of like because eh. the the final the like majority of the grades a project and the project is just a lot of fun. I thought it was so much fun making like your own design and it, it's just a really fun class. Look forward to it. Actually, I think what's go. Computer for it. Uh, my girlfriend is a biomedical engineer. And she, I think she's taking that class right now. Oh, really? Uh, I think they do. Because That's she's, fun. yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's having but lots of fun with it. Class, say hopefully she's passing. For, for that class, you <laughs> I'm pretty have sure she is. to have, a lot of people don't know this, but you have to have a laptop, like a, like a over, like a $1,000 laptop. Like you need a NVIDIA graphics card mm. with like four gigabytes of same, DDR RAM. Same thing with broadcast papers. So for that class, make sure <laughs> you don't have a laptop, you're, you're screwed. You, need you, like see, you see, the difference is that we need a powerful laptop and we don't make a lot of money. They need a powerful <laughs> laptop and they do make a lot of money. Yeah, but because apparently you, you don't know the the power of the laptop that you need for for yeah. Premiere Pro just to load. Honestly, <laughs> though, it's it hurts, and you also need a lot of uh, you need a lot of RAM, oh, a lot yeah. of RAM too. Lot. I don't know why, but it's 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 crazy. Um, I, I can mean, I know other computer words, but yeah. Yep. Yeah, so so your freshman year, make the investment in a like a game. "Quote unquote gaming laptop." It's yeah, they're not we, even gaming we, laptops. We they, they, they but come, it is a gaming laptop. Yeah. They they come they come in uh, much like thinner and like more sleek designs these days as yeah, well. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. I, I remember back in my freshman year, what a gaming laptop was like. This thing. I have huge. a gaming laptop. <laughs> I have one. I it do is, too. It's it is massive. massive. It is it is heavy. It is massive. But now I got a new one. It's so thin. It's my nice. yeah. My my sister got one recently, and it's uh it it, it looks like it's uh. It looks like it shouldn't be able to run anything, but it's like it has the same specs as the one that I got in 2018. It's like yeah, they've come an incredible long yeah. way. Pretty much like uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, ask if it has a dedicated graphics card. That uh, if, if it has a dedicated graphics card, chances are you're going to be okay. Exactly. Wow. Surprised you knew that. Uh, I, I guess like, video <laughs> editing. Broadcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Video editing. Uh, and a gamer. And a gamer. And a gamer. Respect. That's, uh, that's where I came from. Not not broadcast. And I, 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 I'm not going to lie my way out of that. <laughs> uh, solid mechanics. Oh, I'm in that class right now. Uh, it's actually a lot of fun. I'm, I don't want to say it's fun. Cause if you, I mean, I think it's fun as an engineering major. But it's like statics, except things like change now. Like a beam. <laughs> like normally it's statics when you, you know... You put force on a beam, it doesn't like warp, but 
solid mechanics. Like, dude, you have lost me, man. You talked about beams and just like, like a ray gun. And he's giving us the, the very layman's terms right now. <laughs> solid mechanics, it, it's like if you if you didn't like statics, you're gonna hate solid mechanics. That's that's why I think statics is a weed out, a big weed out class. Because if, if you if you had a hard time in statics, you're gonna have a really hard time in. Turns out solid there's an entire mechanics. branch about it. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's any not, it's not any bad. life tips on how to survive the class. Um. No, not every class has one. I'm surviving it. I'm surviving it right now, so I don't know. Like, okay, my advice is do well in statics. Okay, pay pay attention and <laughs> pay attention in statics. Pay attention to re to prereqs. So yeah, the prereqs sense. That's a class that builds solely in the prereqs. Prereqs. Okay. Uh, lost. Oh, fluid dynamics. You said that you can't take that one yet because of the prereq yeah, that you missed. I, yeah, but fluid dynamics is another like pretty difficult class. I, my my roommate took it, and it's at at this point people. Everyone in like fluid dynamics is like has gone through the weed out process, so it's actually I think I've heard it gets easier because everyone there is kind of going to be there. They're not going to drop out. Everyone's pretty serious about it. So, so does that help you as a student now having people like a a stable group of yes. people around you? Yes, because I remember in linear algebra, I'd be texting my friends like, "Hey, you ready for the test?" Like tomorrow, he's like, "Dude, I changed my major to business a week ago." I'm like, "Who am I supposed to study with?" <laughs> so it, it does help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Dude, I really think we need to bring an art major now to feel to feel. No offense to art majors, but I think I really feel like uh, we need, we need someone here to make us feel smart because because uh, I, I just right now we're talking about solid mechanics and fluid dynamics, and then my mind okay, what's next? Gaseous dynamics. I don't know. I don't know. That, that's what my went my my mind went to. Um, this is really bad. <laughs> well, it's just dynamics next. Oh, dynamics. Yeah, dynamics. Just dynamics. Just okay. dynamics. So no gaseous so dynamics. <laughs> So dynamics, the prerequisite to dynamics and solid mechanics is statics. Okay. So like you need to be really good at statics to be so good at those. Cut two. of the same cloth. Yeah, but Jeff Hansen on YouTube has a like a superb statics course and it's amazing. If you need help in statics, watch Jeff Hansen's YouTube videos because they're so good. Jeff Hansen. Jeff Hansen. Jeff Hansen. He got me through statics at UCA. So so far we have Jeff Hansen and Mr. Um, uh, Professor Lerner. Pro Professor Lerner. Yeah, so how much time do you spend watching YouTube videos? <laughs> As a supplement for studying, dude. Every like virtually every class, I have to watch YouTube video in addition to the lectures that they give and the books. I don't know. It's, it's so really weird. during orientation when UTA said expect to to have to be spending more time outside of school studying than uh, than going to class at school. They were talking to people like Thomas, <laughs> not to so. people. You see, like I us. got scared. Yeah, and I was like, oh, was like, Ooh, this is sounding like a lot. I don't know about. This. There were uh, they told me for every three for every hour of class that you have, but three hours of study, and I was like, like, okay, doing the calculations that's like that's still excessive, but yeah. They, like on the I, high, that's on the high end. I went to my to my first two semesters of college, and I was like, "Wait a minute, what? What's a, <laughs> what, what's a textbook? <laughs> How, you want me to study what? I don't have anything to study." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back no. to dynamics. That's a class with Doctor Bowling. He's mm -hmm. a UTA professor, and he wrote the book, like the textbook. So it's it's actually kind of cool. He's a really intelligent professor. He's not like the best at teaching it, but he's a really smart man. And that class is a lot of fun. Buy the textbook. Buy the textbook. Buy the textbook. Buy the textbook. They tell you not that you don't have to, but you need it. And you can only buy it at UTA, and it's really expensive. But just cough up the two hundred dollars and buy it. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that is expensive. Wait, uh, what's it go? Like, is is there anything about like asking someone else for the book or? Uh, yeah, that's a class where you you could ask someone else for the book. Okay, okay, but okay. I know personally, I want to keep my book because it's such a good like resource. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Not one of those with a PDF going around. No, yes. there's not a PDF in that book. Uh, have, there shouldn't be if the professor buy. wrote it and it's his. 
All right. Uh, numerical analysis and Ooh. programming. Um, I know what most of those words mean. That's a that's a class where you need to rely on rate my professor. That textbook is useless. <laughs> I regret buying that textbook for numerical analysis because I opened it once and it did not help me. I, I opened it a lot and it never helped me. That, that's a class. I kept opening and it wasn't doing anything. <laughs> Honestly. But yeah, for, there's a word up there. For that class, I, I slept on it like a pillow. It did an osmosis its way through. I've tried that. It does not work. No, I, I think I, I, I would assume every STEM major is like just like. Maybe. Get, gets to that crazy spot. It's like I've heard it doesn't work, but like I'm desperate here. Yeah. That class, I got like that's a COVID class I got lucky with. Okay. Just kind of gave everyone an A. But there's one professor for numerical analysis that like makes you code like really, really hard. And there's another professor that just makes you read the code and tell you what it and like you have to tell him what it does. <laughs> so try to get that professor. I know Dr. Guy, he, he's a pretty rough, he, he's a good teacher, but he, he's the one that makes you code. So if you can, I would take Dr. Guy. I love so, him. So as much as we love Dr. Guy, we like, wouldn't take Dr. It's, uh, Guy. It's two different philosophies getting, uh, getting the education or getting the degree. Exactly. That, that's what it is. And also for that class, I watched like a three hour tutorial on coding before I took it, and that got me, like, they gave me a good foundation in C. Okay. So, so watch like a three hour tutorial on C before <laughs> you take that class. Like, like during syllabus week, and you'll be okay for a little bit. I really um, I, I enjoy coding sometimes. It's just tedious. I, it I mean, is very tedious. It's, it's just like, Every single thing, and then I've attempted you, to before. It's 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 nice when you when you actually get it right, and, and nice. you look at the end product, and you're like, oh my god, I did something. It's like I can, if I got the correct text blurb to to show up. But Good but job. but then you miss like a you miss like one dash or one slash, and they're like, oh yeah, you you didn't do it correctly. I'm like, god damn it. All right, uh, experimental methods and measurements. Ooh, that is that is weed up class. That is, I, I'm taking that now the second time. Because I took it during COVID and it like went online, I missed a lot of information. But, uh, so that was one of those COVID classes that, that did that, not just give everybody yeah, the. They did so not give you. The there were a couple different uh, flavors of COVID classes. There were the classes that uh, could not adapt to uh, to online exactly. and knew that they couldn't adapt to online, so they didn't try to, and they just gave people <laughs> an A. Then there are people, the ones that could not adapt to online, but decided that they didn't care that they couldn't <laughs> adapt to online and failed everyone. And then there are the, there's the class that uh, actually could adapt to online and uh, did it well. Usually those are the classes that uh, are based off of you using a computer, like um, video editing. I, I took TV production where we did video editing. It's like, oh, I needed to be on a computer anyway. So it, it was all right. Yes, Methods and measurements is a class that I was not prepared for. Because the lab reports, prepared to, to spin like, Two days or like 10 to 12 hours writing the lab reports. And that's a class that uh, not a lot of people know, but they grade hard and intentionally. So then you like talk to the TA and then the TA would say, like, oh, hey, this guy cares about his grade. Let me like give him a better grade. So in that class, like fight every single grade. Because if you don't pass the lab, you don't pass the class. So like I remember I got a 30 in my last lab and I emailed the TA about it. And then now my next pre-lab, he gave me like a perfect grade. And he's never given me a perfect grade on anything. And I think it's because he saw my name. In the, the emails, so like going to office hours with professors, if uh, if it's yeah. if it's a class not graded by a TA and stuff like that, like just showing your professors you care in general, That's letting them one. recognize That's your face. One. Yeah, yeah, because if you if they if you show that you care about their class, they'll care about you. But methods and measurements that that's a huge. It's three credits, but for when you're making your schedule, pretend that it's like four or five. It's <laughs> a lot of work because there's the class and the lab. They both give like. Three credits worth of work. We don't even have five credit courses, but you, you're just going to yeah, pretend, 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 pretend that's like a that five, five credit course. course. <laughs> it's for your own best interest. Yeah. Uh, I remember the biology class that I took. 
it was uh it was an 8 a.m class i don't know maybe it was just a 9 a.m class but uh regardless it was a lot it was very it was like an info dump pretty much of a lecture and it it felt like an 8 a.m class (laughs) for methods measurements you don't need the textbook you need the pdf pdf is free don't buy the textbook okay all right then i love those kind of classes but uh, I sat in the front row of the biology class every day to hope to try to keep myself awake. Be like, I'm in the front row. I'll have to pay attention. What ended up happening is I fell asleep in the front row every single day. And uh, I went in to take the departmental test. So, like, there was a lot of people on campus at that part uh, at that point. And granted, a lot of them should have been, like, in the bio class because it was kind of late at night. But, like, the professor was walking in and he recognized me. I'm like, you have a lecture class of, like, 300 people. And I set myself out apart because I fall asleep in the front row every day. This is not good. That's rough. Yeah, the, the, when, we, when we say that your professor needs to know your face, we don't mean... We mean it in a good way. Yeah, in a positive, yeah we don't mean the guy that life. sleeps always in my class. Yeah. But, but yeah. And I forgot to mention this, but I fell asleep in Calc 3. But that reminds me of you do not need any of the Calc textbooks or linear algebra. You, you just need you just Professor Leonard. They, they just give you all the information. Also, Professor Leonard. If you need a textbook, they have them in the like, math clinic. Cool. And you don't need a textbook for circuit analysis either. Got that. Or you don't need a textbook for... You need the PDF. You don't need a textbook for engineering design. You need a PDF. Free. Solid mechanics. Free PDF. Don't buy the textbook. What what do you think is the biggest difference between PDFs and textbooks? Oh, PDF, you can just control F and just find what you're looking for immediately. You don't have to like sift through tons of pages looking for a specific word. So there are some people uh what's that prefer having the physical textbook. I, I do too sometimes. Yeah. In that case I would just recommend just, printing the, the PDF. Yeah, print exactly. Don't, if you really don't get need the that, book. You just print the PDF. Yeah. Put it in a binder. A couple pages. Yeah. Put it up, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so sometimes you're saying that you need just need the PDF and not the textbook. Sometimes you yeah. say you get both. Why would you say get mm. both for some of them? For solid mechanics, I have both. Okay. I do. I do like having the page, the book okay. in front so of me. So it's, it's just that physical yeah. thing. <laughs> so you control F the answer, and then you flip uh, to the page. I know. You got me. <laughs> okay, solid mechanics is the exception, and dynamics, but they only have the hard copies for that class. Okay. Uh, see that. Thermal was... engineering. Oh, okay. So I took thermodynamics because if you're an aerospace major and you want to minor in mechanical engineering. All you have to do, you don't take any extra credits to minor in mechanical. That's one thing that UTA is really cool about is that the Department of Mechanical and Aerospace is like the same building, the same like office, whatever. So you can easily minor in either or. So I took thermodynamics instead of thermal engineering for my minor. Uh, and it's like not hard. It's really fun. I, I really enjoyed it. I didn't feel like the best grade, but it's a really enjoyable class. It's just, it's really just physics, except just heat. It's not bad. Get the textbook. Make sure you have the textbook. The PDF. Textbook's important. PDF. Or I guess if you're a big reader. Yeah. Sounds like, it sounds like an interesting class. It, it's really fun. All right. And I think the last pre-professional course we have is engineering analysis. Ooh, that class is the hardest class I'm taking right now. It is like all coding in MATLAB. And MATLAB is like the engineering coding thing. So you use it a little bit like in your intro classes. But this class is like heavily, heavily MATLAB. So if I were to try to save some of your old code to reference it, I got a new computer. But don't just uh, submit it as the is <laughs> because UTA has a has, has the algorithm stuff down to be yeah. able to detect plagiarism. But engineering analysis, um, some people I've heard of they take differential equations at community college just to prepare themselves for this class because engineering analysis at UTA is technically our differential equations class. It's like a coding differential equations class. Like that's why if you take differential equations at another university, you can't transfer it. You got to take this class. Uh, I don't know. I'm in it right now. Actually, that's the class I need to go study for after this. 
tomorrow. It's 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 a that's a hard class. I don't know, I don't really have any advice because I'm like in the thick of it right now. It's may, maybe when you're out, think, out from the other side. Yeah, I think I think maybe a good advice um, would be studying instead of spending your time on a radio show. But <laughs> maybe possibly possibly maybe I don't go to bed till like two, so you know I got plenty of time. Oh yeah, that's me too. Well, yeah. we definitely appreciate you having on. We are out of time now. We got like three minutes left, but uh, thank you so much for coming on. It's such a such a great. Uh, guess to have it's a lot of fun, dude. It's cool. Yep, the, lots of people have a whole lot to say about their majors, and that's why this show exists. It's uh, to get that information out there. Uh, maybe helps current students. Maybe it helps uh, incoming students. Regardless, we just hope we can help someone. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and everybody, and a big thank you once again to Thomas for agreeing to come on and stick around despite his uh, differential equations test. Dan, do you have anything that you want to close out with? No. Uh, what's it called? Thank you for, for, for being here, uh, Thomas. Thank you. It was nice being on. Just one last thing. If you're thinking about studying aerospace, you can do it. Don't give up. If you fail a class, retake it. There we go. Simple Positive ad- note. Yep. There. Simple advice. It's, uh, it, it can mess with you when you fail a class, but uh, perseverance, man. Perseverance. Mm-hmm.